0: Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy
1: Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and it is April guys. It is springtime but it's also something else. It is Earth Month and coming up this week on Thursday, April 22nd is Earth Day and so I thought, who better to invite on to join me on the show today than Director of Culinary at HelloFresh, Corby Sue, the amazing Corby Sue, (laughs) and Mama of Two, because Corby Sue, we're going to talk about how to reduce our carbon footprint and how to reduce waste, and we know that there's a whole lot of waste going down in the kitchen. Right? We
0: sure do. Hello, gorgeous mama. Okay, can I say something? First of all, what an intro. Second of all, okay, it's Earth Day, it's Earth Month. And I don't know about you and all the other gorgeous mamas out there, but once you have kids, and I'm not saying it's just exclusive to us, but when we think about the Earth, I really think about it through the eyes of my kids. And I do think about, okay, what am I teaching them? But more importantly, What am I leaving behind? And so Mm -hmm. that's about as hippy dippy as I'm going to get. (laughs) Because I I want to talk about some real, real things that we can incorporate in our life and feel good um, and, you know, not have to be a tree-hugging hippie to do it. And by the way, nothing wrong with a tree-hugging hippie. (laughs) I'm just, you know, I was brought up by two tree-hugging hippies.
1: So um, there you go. All right. So <laughs> I love it though. I love it. And you know what? It's so true. Like three kids, I've got three kids and I can't help, but think like, what am I leaving behind for them? Yeah. What am I leaving behind for their kids? Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't, it scares me at times. It scares uh-huh. me at times because I feel that so many of us take things for granted And you can't just think about it as like, well, this is going to be my time on earth. And then when I'm gone, who cares? I'm gone. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So look, I'm going to be a little bit boring. I'm going to be like the cook who lives in analytics. And I just want to share a couple of numbers because I think it's important. I love numbers and stats and facts. So give them (laughs) to me. so, So let's start, start off with this. So Canadians, you know, uh, in the world, we are known for having, um, access to the uh, largest amount of natural, uh, fresh running water. We generally care about the environment. Canadians are polite. We're good people. But guess what? We waste food. And on average, we are throwing out 175 pounds per person of food a year. Wow. I don't want to divulge too much. I mean, that's close to what I am. I'm basically throwing myself out every year. So... (laughs) So what can we do, right, to reduce that? Because
1: that's already really, that's an awful stat for Canada, right? Yeah, for and, and a lot of people don't think of it, but take take a minute, okay? Take a minute and think. i am We're not just talking about leftover food that maybe you cook too much, you put it in the fridge and, you know, you're like, I'm going to eat that tomorrow or the day after. Yeah. And then before you know yeah. it, a week passes and you're like, it's moldy and gross and you're like, garbage waste um but it's also how many times corby sue have i gone to the grocery store and i'm like oh look (laughs) look at all this amazing fresh produce and it's on sale so let's buy it and let's put it in the little uh Dra- what are those drawer? The crispers in the fridge. Yeah,
0: put it in the crisper. I feel so oh, good about
1: just, myself. Look I've at spent me! spent all this
0: time and money. I'm the best mother, <laughs> yeah. and then you never cook it. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, no, no. And listen. then you're just
1: like, you. mm, yeah. waste. There's yeah. so much waste. So, uh, and you're amazing at like cutting down on the waste. Okay,
0: so where do we yeah. start? Okay, so. Here's some, here's some just like everyday tricks that come from my work, right? So I work in the meal kit industry. And if you were to like like take some of the simple hacks from what we do, you got to plan. And I know it sounds real boring, but you really need to think about, okay, what am I going to be cooking this week? And Depending on how engaged your, your family is or isn't, your kids, what age they're at, uh, maybe you've got an 11-year-old vegetarian, maybe you've got a 16-year-old you know, kid who's playing hockey and needs to eat a lot of food, get them involved, ask them, what do you want to eat this week? and start to put together a menu for yourself, right? Like Wednesday night is lasagna night, Tuesday's taco, Tuesday, whatever it is. And I know that seems like a lot of work what feeding yourself and your family does require a bit of work, okay? And even if you just make a commitment that three out of the five Monday to Friday nights, we are going to eat a meal that I have shopped and prepared for, okay? Like set your bar at something reasonable. So. Know what you want to cook. Look at what ingredients you're going to need. Write your shopping list. And I yeah. hear you, Pina. It's very easy to walk into a grocery store and be—you know—the first thing you walk into is the vegetables, right? Yeah. And you yes. see that gorgeous display of kale, and oh, it's on sale. Oh, I'm not buying one. I'm buying two. And oh yeah, kale, you, kale chips, your kale salad, right?
1: kale this yeah. soup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Doesn't> right. <happen. laughs> Exactly. So be realistic with yourself. Like give yourself a check. Check yourself at the grocery store. Check yourself,
1: people. Check yourself.
0: Seriously. I have literally picked stuff up, spoken to myself out loud, and said, No, I'm not doing that. You know, because (laughs) I'm just being honest. All right. So, you know what recipes say they're just three that you're going to be cooking. You know what ingredients you need. Just buy what you need. Now, what I would encourage all of us to look at is think seasonal. If something's on sale or if it's in abundance because it's the season, maybe that's when you lash out. Like asparagus season is coming out soon. And so this is where we try and tie it in, okay? I'm just going to throw this out there as a thought. So asparagus, once you see that the asparagus is looking pretty fabulous, you see that it's from, um, it's it's, uh, sourced or produced locally, right, always look at where it's coming from. That's when you buy it and buy a little extra. Grilling season's coming up. So maybe we're grilling some asparagus. Maybe yes. we've got a plate of that in the fridge as a snack to have with some prosciutto or some smoked salmon during the day. Maybe then it's a project we do with the kids. Maybe you've never pickled before. Oh my God. Maybe now I'm going to pickle some asparagus and I'm going to do it with my kids. And how am I going to do it? I'm just going to look on Google. I mean, Google is my boyfriend. And I'm going to look up, you know, I mean, okay, I can share hey boyfriend, recipes. How do we pickle this? <laughs> right? So I think that's one way to a manage waste, but then to be really mindful about what you have access to and how you can extend the life of it.
1: Right. You know what? I really like that idea because um, okay, not only are we, you know, thinking ahead and prepping, yep. you know what I mean? So you've got something on like. It's not like, oh gosh, we have nothing in the house. No, you can get that jar of pickled asparagus, you know what I mean? Um, And incorporate that into a meal. But then also incorporating your kids and bringing them into the process, they have fun. They love being in the kitchen. Like my kids go crazy. And I find that if I get them involved in cooking, baking, whatever it is, they have the tendency to eat it more because they worked on it, right? So it's like, I made this.
0: Yes, bingo. You got it right there. You engage your kids from, first of all, just talking about what food is. Talk about the ingredient, talk about the flavors. Oh, you don't like that? Why don't you like that? Oh, well, I don't know. I've never tried it. Okay, well, you want to try it like this? They try it. they don't like it. It's okay, you tried it. We'll find another way. We'll come back to it. You're hundred percent right. It's about ownership and cooking is a life skill that a lot of us oh, yeah. don't necessarily have. And that's not, that's not our fault. I mean, look, I'm really lucky. I'm third generation chef. My dad was a chef. My grandfather was a chef on my mom's side. Um, you know, they grew up in small town, New Zealand. They were all farmers. So uh, you've been the around food,
1: food. your entire life I mean, and- Every, like hitting
0: you from each angle. I know. And I kind of cheated because I turned it into an occupation. I mean, I love to eat, you know, and I get paid to do it. Like (laughs) I'm very cheeky that I figured out how to do that. But it's really important to pass that on to the next generation. Right. And I think when I think about the earth and all that it offers and our children, um, I just think that. It's our, it's our responsibility to set them up. So we've already said, you're going to plan, you're going to prepare. And one of the last things I wanted to share is pre-cook.
1: Okay. Wait, hold on. I want to rewind one second. Cause you said right now, you know what I mean? Like maybe you buy a little bit extra if something is in season. Yes. So we're April now. So you said asparagus is coming up. Absolutely. What, What are some other, um, things that we can look for, keep an eye on that are like in season. So cucumbers
0: are going to start to, you know, we're going to see them in abundance They're costing a lot of money at the moment, but pretty soon we're going to see them in abundance, all the beautiful, fresh herbs, so even fresh herbs, you know, making a pesto that sits in your fridge or a gremolata, you know, flavor makers. It's not just about um, pickling uh, asparagus, all the beautiful leafy greens. And you said before, kale chips. And as much as we laugh, kale chips are such a great thing to make with your kids.
1: Yeah, it's and a it is fun a way thing.
0: to reduce the two bunches of kale that you just brought home from the grocery store into something you can put in the cupboard. Yeah.
1: Okay, so look for the seasonal stuff, and then there's a lot. Pretty soon, we're also going to be hit with berries. Oh my! Well, like not pre- Like give it a give it a few months, but we're going to be hit yes. with berries. I've got some projects I want to share about berries. Okay, so don't go anywhere because we are talking Earth month earth week and earth day so we're heading into earth week and earth day is coming up on thursday we've got corby sue director of culinary from hello fresh joining us we are going to get the tips we need to reduce our carbon footprint um, and reduce waste so we can help this amazing planet that we all live on so it can Absolutely. it can stay beautiful right? Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640
1: Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca, and happy Earth Week. Earth Day is coming up on Thursday. It is April. It is Earth Month. It is the month that You should actually just take some time to think about this amazing planet that we live on and how we can give back because God knows this planet gives us so much. And so joining me, I've got Corby Sue, director of culinary at HelloFresh, mama of two, just an amazing woman who I love to chat with. Corby Sue, like you have like the best advice when it comes to being in the kitchen and like. Right now with like, you know, the focus being on the, on earth this month, um, there's so much that we throw out. There's so much that we waste. You mentioned that, uh, in Canada each year, each person will waste 175 pounds of food.
0: Yeah. They're throwing me plus out. (laughs) Well, they're throwing me and then we'd have to add a bit more out the door. You don't want to do that. Don't throw. Me a lot, out.
1: 175 it's pounds. Lot. Jokes to say. It.
0: it really is a lot. And so, you know, you and I touched on before that there's some really simple tips plan ahead, you know, commit to a few recipes, get your family, your kids, young and old, get them involved so that they actually, you know, can say, yeah, I want to have lasagna on Wednesday. I want to do taco Tuesday with chicken. Right. Get them involved. When you go shopping, whether you're doing it online when you're going into the grocery store, double mask, gloves, whatever it is, uh, really? um, have that right. Have that shopping list. And really, as I said before, check yourself at yes. the grocery store. Don't My kid yourself. Lime. It's like when I go to buy a size 14 and I'm a size 18. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fit into this in a cup. No, 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 <laughs> sister, you are what you are, and just be ruthless with yourself even when it comes to shopping because you're already doing yourself and the planet a favor because don't worry if you don't buy it on sale someone else will you and I also spoke about seasonality and we touched on what's coming up uh, with spring you know asparagus cucumbers fresh herbs if we go further down the track uh, and we look into the summer we're really going to start to see a lot of those gorgeous local berries Mm -hmm. that we have available across this incredible country I'm a Berry fanatic same stone fruits and so we touched on a project pickling asparagus with the kids like why not um but berries man that just opens up a lot of stuff you can do with kids so obviously you can freeze them we all know that and then you can pull them out for smoothies baking projects um what about hey, making your I have time?
1: a question though yes, yes. freezing berries Yes. Do we just freeze them, like get them, freeze them, or do you wash them, freeze them?
0: Okay. So realistically, the, the food safety answer I should be giving you is to wash. Okay. okay. And so what you want to do is you want to get a, a baking tray, put some um, either brown paper bag or a little, you know, a tea towel on it, a kitchen towel, wash your berries, and then lay your berries flat on the tray. So that they can dry and put them in the freezer. So, you want to freeze them flat on a tray. Yeah, so they're not, they don't get clumped up. Exactly. And then throw them into, you know, whether you're using um, a plastic bag or um, a container, put them in. That's how you want to do it. Freezer safe. Yeah. Yeah. And and that way, just keeping the shape of the berry is just going to inspire you to actually use a frozen berry. Because how many people, well intentioned, (laughs) right? Come back from the store. Look, honey, I got five punnets of blueberries, and you throw them in, and you go to take them out a month later, and they're like ooh, mushed yeah. up, and you're like, oh, I don't want to use that. And then the kids are looking at you like, I don't want to use that. So just, you know,
1: yeah, freeze them it, on a baking yes. tray. That's the and only depending on what you're tray. making with it, like, yeah. you know, maybe it's like you want them like to talk, maybe to throw on some ice cream. And also okay. you want them to look nice. Yep. You know, as opposed to maybe if you're putting it in a pie, then who cares?
0: Exactly. And and the other thing with berries, like not to people are gonna be like, are you sponsored by the berry company? <laughs> um But berries, you said ice cream. So you can either just take good old plain vanilla ice cream and, you know, get your kids to smash some frozen berries and maybe crumble through some um, biscotti or lady fingers, um, maybe some shavings of chocolate. And then what you've done is like you've made this bougie ice cream that the kids have done. You can also go on Google, which I referred to before, and you can find great how to make your own ice cream without an ice cream maker. With frozen berries, often like a frozen fruit, whether it's a frozen banana, frozen berries, sorbet, yeah, right. So So there's a lot. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to share with you about um, freezing, and I I may have shared this in the past. So if you're making a big batch of, say, roast potatoes one night, make a little extra because roast potatoes you can actually freeze and use them again. So quinoa. Which, guess what? A lot of parents are trying quinoa as an alternative to rice. I love quinoa.
1: Right? Do your kids, are, are they eating the quinoa? Do they? Yep. Yep. Right. And I, I make this killer quinoa oh, Greek salad.
0: You see? Exactly. So, quinoa, you can also cook extra, uh, put it into um, a Ziploc or a plastic bag, also let it um, cool flat on a baking tray. Yes. And you you can can put
1: that in the freezer. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. I used to, okay, this is going to be funny, but I learned that trick when I was, um, when I was pumping with my breast milk. (laughs) There you go. The (laughs) flat, freeze the milk flat. So that's how I would get it in the freezer and make the most out of the space. And that's a big thing too, because a lot of us, when it comes to waste, you know, you want to be able to like freeze things, right? So you don't have the waste, um, but you don't have the freezer space. Exactly. And so this is a really good trick to like freeze things flat. Everything flat, yeah. And, and you'll have so much more space in your freezer. Trust me, guys. Absolutely. And you don't need to like all of a sudden
0: start cooking and freezing everything, but just enough to supplement your meals, right? Because what is the what is the bottleneck between you and me putting, uh, a, you know, a meal on the table at the end of the day? Oh uh, it's it's called work. It's yeah. called life, and,
1: and we're it's tired. Called,
0: yeah, it's called I'm tired. You know, and, and I'm a chef for goodness' sake. So people just always assume, oh, you must have the most incredible meals. Look, my kids have been exposed to a lot of great flavors, but I'm just like anyone else. I also have a day where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this. And so my kids know, okay, mom's got some fish wrapped up in foil, fish on papayot, in the freezer. She's got the quinoa cooked. And I'm like, kids, that's what we're having for dinner. And get the asparagus, put them on the grill. There you go. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. It saves... That's the thing. Doing stuff like this not only is a huge help to the environment because we're reducing that waste, but yeah. it's saving us time as well. Exactly. That's what I love about the tips and when you come on and you you share with us because it's like life-saving, life-changing information oh, that you're providing you. us with.
0: Honestly, I, I think all I'm doing and, and it's something I, I say to people that I work with in my industry, um, recipe developers. I say to them, I just want you to pretend that you are someone's auntie, uncle, mom, dad, uh, nonna, that, that, you know, you're sharing tips and tricks with people, yeah. how to empower them, feed their families and do it well. Right. Because yes, it is a too. skill. So we spoke before about thinking local. And that's really yes. a big thing too, Pina. Look, Canada yeah. is this huge country. Speak to anyone who works in food and they will tell you that Canada, as beautiful as she is, is a logistical nightmare. So the reality is we rely a lot uh, on other countries to help us survive. But we've also got some great resources here. We have some Most far- farms. We sure do. And so when it's farm season, think local. And it doesn't matter. I mean, you and I, were based in Ontario. We have access to a lot of farms here. And so really go and support those local producers because even that you're cutting out the middle person, you're cutting down carbon emissions just by reducing the length that your um, food has to travel to get to your plate. And we've been talking about this for over a decade now, but you can do that your own small little part you know i take my kids apple picking it's about 10 minutes from here we're going to go berry picking soon yeah. and it's just my way of contributing a to my local economy getting my kids connected to the food source and also just certain times of year when we can
1: here in canada cut down the carbon emissions let's do it Let's yeah, all be part So true. We get so we have so many beautiful farms around us like you said. Um berries, we we can find them so close to home. Um yeah. apple orchards so close to home and then yeah. actually one of the things that I actually remember being a kid and will always stay with me and this is why I think it's important to take your kids to a farm and do stuff like this with them because I look back on my youth and I remember as a family every summer taking a trip to the Niagara region to pick yes. peaches. Okay,
0: this I haven't done. What? Oh I okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't oh, done that. peaches. Oh
1: and then canned what? then when you can your own peaches. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so good. Oh see, that's beautiful. So you do that with your, I mean, obviously. So you gross. know what? I haven't done it with my kids yet. I used to do it as a child with my parents, my parents, uh, would always, uh, drive us out to Niagara to do the, the pe to get the peaches, to pick peaches and stuff like that, which was amazing. Another big thing for my family was, and and we haven't an, uh, this, gosh, it's been years and years and years. Um, but it was always when tomato season rolled around, we wouldn't buy that? the bushels, bushels of tomatoes already picked. We would go yeah. to the farm and pick them oh. and then bring them home and do the whole process to make the jarred tomato sauce.
0: Yeah, I love that. You see, I love that. that. That's that's a food language, isn't it? It's keeping it local. So here's the thing. I don't know where we went um, a little bit wrong. I don't know <laughs> if that's the right way to say Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm older than you, and I'm old enough to remember when my dad had rest a restaurant. His last restaurant here was in the beaches, and I remember going to the markets with him, and we could only buy what we could buy right? So there was a time where in Canada, you couldn't buy mangoes 12 months a year, you couldn't buy uh, cucumbers 12 months a year, we really were quite seasonal, we're not quite that way anymore. And it's not a bad thing, right means we have access to more nutrients. But whatever we can do to to really source local, think
1: local, talking about sourcing local, buying local, and Thinking about what you want to prepare for meals, like even just planning ahead, I got to say you are the director of culinary at HelloFresh. And that's what I love about HelloFresh is because everything is local and you don't need to leave the house and your meals are prepared and there's zero waste because you get everything you need. Thank you you for saying that.
0: I just wanted to say it's one of the things when you use a meal kit, um, you're actually cutting down 36% of waste and HelloFresh just since you mentioned we are the first meal kit to be carbon neutral and so that's something I'm really proud of because we genuinely care um, about who we're sourcing from how we're sourcing it and we really do care about the generations coming up
1: so I love it it. so that's there you go that's another tip and another thing to check out for not only Earth Week earth day earth month but just to cut down on that carbon footprint yeah. um meal kits like hello fresh we are talking all things kitchen reducing waste reducing our carbon footprint because guys it's earth month and let's give back to this beautiful planet we call home we've got more don't go anywhere because this is the parenting show right here on global news radio 640 toronto
0: You're listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It is Sunday night and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and happy Earth Week everyone. We are heading into Earth Week. Earth Day is coming down on Thursday and April is Earth Month. And so we've got Corby Sue. She is the director of culinary at Hello Fresh. And she's a mama of two, and she knows her.
0: Thank you. I will take that because you know what? After X amount of years on this planet, I do.
1: Yes, you do. So we spoke about reducing our carbon footprint, Corby Sue. Um, We spoke about how to, like, even just pre cook some stuff in the kitchen. We spoke about, you know, maybe. If something's in season, you buy a little bit more and you get creative with it. Maybe it's like grilling the vegetables and then freezing it. Maybe it's pickling things like asparagus. Yep. Um, so, but one thing we haven't really touched upon yet is meat. Yeah. I'm meat. A, I'm a huge meat lover. Love meat. Love meat. Yeah. I am, I'm really
0: with you on that. Look, okay. Just to start it off, some Slightly disturbing stats, and then by by the way, this isn't actually to to you know put any cast any shade on the meat industry because it's a great source of protein, mm-hmm. um, and I don't see uh, our love of consuming lots of different meat products going away anytime soon. But globally, it's responsible for something like eight million tons of carbon emissions. Whoa. Not a scientist, obviously, but it's not great. It just takes a lot of natural resources to produce meat. And I think that's like as scientific as I'm going to get about it. What I have seen, having worked in the commercial food space for over 20 years now, I've really noticed in particular over the last five years, consumers are looking for protein alternatives. And
1: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's so there's lots of different versions, whether it's something that absolutely mimics uh, what a meat product is like, um, you know, made from pea protein, um, or is it tofu, which has been around for Mm -hmm. millennia? And, And I was really curious to see, we recently did a survey and parents were talking about what they want to introduce to their kids. They're looking to mix it up. And tofu is one of those items that they're trying to figure out, how do I get my kids interested in in tofu? So I think what I wanted to talk about is how do we move towards incorporating in our weekly, you know, eating some more plant-based thinking around meals? What does that look like? And I'm going to start with a question is there anything in your home that you do with the kids that you hadn't really thought, Oh, this is plant-based, but are there any favorite meals that doesn't involve animal product for well, you?
1: I'm Italian. So like pasta is like,
0: right, exactly. <laughs> and and I was kind of like setting it up, hoping that's what you were going to say. <laughs> the Italians know really like better than most um, cultures, how to really embrace what is the land giving you and how to really give it some flavor. Right. Yeah. So is there a dish that you, that you make that your kids love in particular, or that you loved from your childhood?
1: Well, this, uh, so back in March, huge for Italians is San Giuseppe, which is the St. Joseph's feast day. Right. And in Italy, actually St. Joseph being the dad of Jesus, um, it's their father's day. And so they do that. And then for anyone um, named Giuseppe or Giuseppina, and I'm a Giuseppina, that's where we get Pina from. So Josephine, so Joseph's and Josephine's, um, you would celebrate it because it's your namesake day. And with that comes a traditional meal. And the traditional meal being pasta and ceci, which pasta with chickpeas. Yes. In a tomato sauce, it is simple it is yes. amazing it's one of my favorite dishes and then along with that is a homemade cornbread
0: oh my gosh you are speaking my language so love
1: so if we're talking about like something that has stayed with me from childhood to now and traditional um that is like probably one of my most favorite and special meals we have it mm-hmm. like for me because it's so special i only want it once a year on that day yeah
0: Oh, that's lovely. I like love right? that. So, but shaking. that
1: is one of like, that is like one of my favorites. Yeah. Give pasta and chickpeas.
0: Love it. Okay. Well, what I was going to share with you is that a lot of people, when they think about tofu, they think, oh, it's bland, or I need a lot of soy sauce or it's mushy. So again, there's some tips and tricks there, right? Like if we're going to think about how do we turn a plant based um, protein into something that feels substantial and really tasty. So I think about, you know, a chicken schnitzel, what do we do to make a chicken schnitzel? Mm. So, you know, we, we make it a little bit thinner and you can do the same with tofu. You press it, you get some of that water out of it. Um, you can, um, baste it with a little bit of mayonnaise, believe it or not, and you can press it into a crumb. And so one of the things that, um, my kids have actually grown up with is quinoa flakes because quinoa flakes have just a a little bit of a different flavor. They still have that gorgeous crunch. You could even go half, half if you're just introducing it to the family for the
1: first time. Yes. It's not so like of a shock. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. So you could, and honestly, I've done that with clients in the past where half Italian breadcrumbs, make sure you've got some gorgeous seasoning in there, Half quinoa flakes you take the tofu and even that, right, you can get the kids involved with this um, and you give them a little pastry brush and they can brush on the mayonnaise onto the tofu steak, press it in to the, um, the, the breadcrumb mix and lightly pan fry. But when I say lightly, you're going to do it at a high heat really quickly. You can finish it off in the oven and then a quick sauce, right? A little bit of soy sauce, maybe some sweet chili, a little bit of sesame oil, drizzle it over. Next thing you know, the kids
1: are eating tofu steaks. Yeah. With a nice salad on the side. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because my kids love salad, like go crazy for salad. Yeah, well done
0: that you achieved that, to be honest. that's like the big barrier for a lot of parents.
1: Yeah, so they go crazy for that. But I like that. And I like the fact that you mentioned tofu, making tofu, in a different way. Because everyone thinks tofu, it's got to be done in like a stir fry. Or it's like, it's the same thing. Or it's just these cubes with no flavor. Um, Instead of thinking, well, what can I do to change the flavor and add flavor to it? Because... We all know that like tofu is, is all about what you add to it.
0: Absolutely. And when, when we just think about it, it's earth day, it's earth month, you know, tofu is something that requires less resources to produce. So already you're cutting down your carbon footprint just by choosing, you know, even if it's just one day out of a week
1: that you're substituting meat. I like that. So that's what you do. You plan a plant-based meal. once a week when you're when you're putting together your weekly menu we are talking all things uh earth week earth month earth day reducing waste in the kitchen reducing your carbon footprint with corby sue director of culinary at hello fresh don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on the parenting show global news radio 640 toronto
0: back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I am your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me, Director of Culinary at HelloFresh and Mama of Two, um, Corby <laughs> Sue, the amazing chef. Corby Sue, guys, we're talking um, Earth Month, Earth Week. Earth Day, which is coming on Thursday, and all the things that we can do to help reduce that carbon footprint, help reduce waste, and waste being waste in the kitchen, waste with food. Corby Sue, you said that annually each person in Canada will waste about 175 pounds of food. It's relentless. I mean, I, I've
0: shared with you before, I'm originally from Australia, despite the accent, and when I speak to family and friends in Australia, I mean, they are living their best life, okay? Are they uh, ever? They Australia, sort of have New that. Zealand,
1: <laughs> Israel, I'm hearing, like, I'm You know, they've, got a,
0: they've got a lockdown, but that's, that's not our story, is it, no. you know? And that's why, on one hand, if you even are going to venture outside, considering that Uh, especially here in Ontario, we are in lockdown at least for another few weeks. Um, You know, something like a meal kit where it's delivered to you, it's pre-portioned, it's pre-planned. It's really, it's a great option. If you want to mimic what a meal kit does, as we said at the top, write your list down, make a commitment to you, yourself, your family, your friends, whoever is in your bubble. This is what we're cooking. These are the ingredients I need. This is what I'm going to buy right?
1: Yeah. I love, and you were saying that like with HelloFresh that you're, your culinary leader at HelloFresh, you can, um, reduce your household food waste by up to 36% when you are, you know, doing a meal kit as opposed to like going and just buying everything. And right now being in lockdown, we are on a stay at home order, you know, so being on lockdown, um, there's a lot of people who are afraid to go to the grocery store, yeah. Or if you go out, you're like, oh gosh, like, so now um, I've got to maybe wait in the lineup outside. There's a lot of time and effort that goes into that stuff, you know?
0: Absolutely. And we're all cooking, let's be honest, more than ever. I mean, I'm still supporting local restaurants. I'm still ordering takeout um, a couple yes. nights. I want those restaurants to be there when this, you know, eventually changes. So I'm doing my part to support local economy. But just like you, just like everyone else, uh, my dishwasher is running like once or twice a day. I'm cooking all the, you know, all the time. I've got three people in my household, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The buffet is closed. Thank you. At 9 PM every (laughs) night I am done. Right. Isn't it like the all you can eat buffet?
1: I'm just over it. But there's a thing too, that Corby Sue, it's like, what are you even going to put on the buffet? Because I'm so tired of thinking about what to make. I- exactly. So, you know, we spoke about some, I know, right?
0: We're both like, wait. So here's the thing. You and I spoke before about thinking local, what's in season. And so just knowing that my kids are not returning to school anytime soon. No. Um, we're, we're, we've got some projects and and some of the projects they're based on food. and it is based on, which is great, you know, reducing waste, but at the same time, like the side effect is, I'm sharing a food language. So you and I were talking about berries before. We got the project to make the jam. We got the project to make um, you turn you can turn the the jam, into the base of a frozen popsicle. So one of the things we do every year is we do make our own frozen popsicles with everything from a coconut cream to a oh. kaffir milk. So um, good. Right, with just a little bit of vanilla, some fresh berries, even some pureed banana, mix it through, put it in your um, popsicle. You can you know, buy those silicone popsicle trays yeah. Bob's your uncle right so that's a couple of projects right there
1: and you know what I love I love the projects like I'm going back to saying that I love the projects with the kids in the kitchen because those are life skills you know and not for anything uh one thing I've learned over the past year being in the pandemic and doing you know between online schooling okay you're back to school oh now we're back home to do homeschooling like and back and forth one of the things I realized is like I'm much more involved in the kids' curriculum at school. I'm gonna be honest, and all you parents at home are gonna be like, oh yeah, Pina, I'm looking at some of the <laughs> that they're learning. Yeah, I just said that. Okay. And I'm like, what? I'm like, but you guys took away cursive writing, but we're learning this, that like I really, how does what is this going to do? How is this going to move the needle for our kids? You know? And so this stuff in the kitchen. This is what I want my kids to know and learn about because they are life skills. It is something that is going to, that they can take with them throughout their life, you know? So yes, Corby Sue to all those projects in the kitchen, make the popsicles, make the jam, pickle those asparagus, Asparagus. make the kale (laughs) chips you know?
0: Absolutely. Because you know what? Listen, here's the thing. I got to take my hat off to you. You're a full-time working mother. You are a full-time teacher. You never went to teacher's college, but that's what you are. You are a mother. You are a daughter. You are a friend. You are a lot of different things, but you're right. Like let's try and find the silver lining of this situation that we're in. And this is like, we'll look back on this a couple of years from now and We'll actually remember the good things that came out of this, which is we have been forced to shelter in place with our loved ones. Our kids have been forced to be exposed to us (laughs) on a more regular basis. So anything you want to teach them. And you know what? It really is our responsibility. And I'm sorry that I'm sounding a bit sort of, you know, getting on a soapbox. But as a parent, as a mama, it's up to us to teach them. What do they want the world to look like? What do they want the earth to look like? Yes. How do they want to live um, in their community? And okay, I'm not talking about saving the world, but I am talking about doing the very best you can for your community. And whether it's just your little tiny, like family and friends, because guess what? They tell their friends, they tell their friends. And that's, so true. that's the effect of motherhood. That's, you know, they don't call mother nature, mother nature, mother earth, mother earth without a reason. And by getting
1: our kids involved in something like Earth Month, Earth Week, and this coming Thursday, Earth Day, it just gives them that appreciation. And that respect to this amazing planet that we call home. Corby Sue, you are amazing. Thank you so much for all the amazing tips and advice on how to help reduce waste in the kitchen and things that we can do by just shopping local because that will reduce our carbon footprint. You know, all these amazing things that we can do to help uh, Earth. Thank you so, so much. You are awesome, girl. So are you, Mama. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. I love it. Corby Sue, director of culinary at HelloFresh and Mama of Two. That is it for us this week, but go hug a tree. Get in yes. the kitchen with your kids. You know, make some quinoa and freeze it. Flat though, flat. Okay, guys? Flat, um, flat, <laughs> and we will catch you all next week right here on The Parenting Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca.